Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica A. Fox here. And welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. I got some sexual chocolate up in the house today for y'all, okay? My guest has five number one R&B albums, four Grammy nominations, and a music career that has spanned over two decades. Who am I talking about, y'all? I'm talking about none other than R&B legend, Tank. Hey, Tank. <laughs> I, got, I got my own built-in crowd over here. Just here. <laughs> I, love I love it. You're like, Tank, Tank, Tank in the house. Tank in the house. Who's here? Tank in the house, right? Stop, stop tugging at my silk drawers, ladies. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, you just you're just an amazing man. And I'm so glad that you gave me some time. How you surviving Corona Corona, my brother? I'm I'm doing fine. I'm I'm getting a much needed rest. Let's start there. Um mm-hmm. getting still still able to get some work done because a lot of what I do is, you know, got my studio here, you know, I'm an engineer. I, I make my own music, you know, all my all my deals are done. Um I don't know. I, I think I think my position. I was just fortunate. You know, I was one of the blessed ones to have things set up um, so that if something like this, you know, if that was ever, was ever to happen, not that we imagined it ever would, mm-hmm. you know, I was in, I was in a position to be, um, to be okay. You know what I mean? I like my family. So that's, that's good. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> some people don't like going home. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. So, Tank. Let's just say, say this. They already said that divorce rates have spiked, alcoholism, all kinds of things. People is like, wait a minute, who are you? And wait a minute, did I really, are we in the same house together? You know? It's it's like it's like with Corona, like you're getting a compound dose of it. You know what mm. I mean? Bef- yeah. Before you would just get it in spurts, you know what I'm saying? And then you had your freedom to kind of wiggle your way out of it. I got somewhere to go. Or, or right. something really had your way. And you can just kind of, you know, choose to choose how you dealt with the, those doses now it's 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 on you it's in your face you know it's what i'm saying that, well i am so and happy so the, to hear that you are happy being at home because like i said like we said a little bit earlier a lot of people ain't i'm happy I, I love it i love it my wife is good she get on my nerves but you know what i'm saying that's <laughs> that's all good that's, that's my that's wellness good. you know what i'm saying like that's so, that's, that's, that's that will come that comes with the package so let's get into it, okay? Let, let, let's, let's let our, our listeners get to know you a little bit better because I think the very first thing that surprised me because whenever I see it, it's always, what's up, Tank? I usually always see a Casa Vega. I don't know about you, but I'm really hating it. Casa Vega is closed down right now. You know that's our favorite joint. When I run into you, you usually be at the bar. I'll be like, Tank, are you getting a to-go I, order? That's what Casa Vega closed down. They we've been caught. No. We've been calling. They, they're still doing takeout orders. We've been calling them for two days straight. The line is busy. No way. Oh, so they are doing takeout. Yes. Yes, oh, they okay. are. Because, you know, that's our spot. That's our favorite gotta, spot. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. So, listen, when I read your bio, first of all, I I never knew that your real name is Darrell. Mm-hmm. Darrell. Yeah. So, where did Tank come from? So, Tank... Um, I was in the house. I was raised by my grandmother, and um, <clears throat> and I'm in the house. I'm making a gang of noise. I'm doing something. That was just the kind of kid I was, and you know, I had a big head, you know, and a, and a big <laughs> stomach. My head didn't really, my head didn't really 
fit my body. I was, I was, I was bobble way before bobblehead. And um, <laughs> and and one of my cut, one of my older cousins just ranking on me was like, this, "Well, you will you tell that tank head boy to sit down somewhere?" And my grandmother was like, "You leave. That's my tank. You leave him alone. That's that that tank head boy. That's that's my tank right there. That's my oh, tank." And so from there, mm-hmm. she just started calling me Tank. And, so the name um, Tank came from the name your, came from. Tank came from your grandmama. Yeah, yeah from the pastor. The pastor okay. gave me my R&B name. <laughs> so, wait a minute, your, your grandmother was a pastor? She's a pastor right now. Oh my yeah. goodness. That's where that come from. Yeah, I'm from I, church church. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Okay, you you one of the, 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 the pastor's uh, babies, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, as I said, we're all during, uh, going through Corona, been quarantined, but you, my brother, Mr. Busy Man, you wrote, produced, performed and released a six track EP in quarantine. Tell us about that. You know what? It was, I really wanted something to speak to the moment. You know what I mean? And so like with a lot of my music, like you can't sit the whole family down and listen to it. Uh, There are, um, there are things that are adult um, (laughs) that the kids can't partake in. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They Mm -hmm. uh, plug your ears. Um, and even some of the older folk, the more seasoned folk, are like, "What is that boy talking about?" <laughs> um, so, you know, I really wanted to, I really wanted to cater to a moment where, like, everybody's locking in together. The family's here. Like, if you were in my household when I was growing up, it was me. You know what I'm saying? My sister, my parents, my grandmother, my great grandparents, a couple of my cousins, one of my uncles. And so, if this was a quarantine back then. What 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 would the playlist sound like? What would the music sound like? You know what I mean? Like, and I wanted to put some intimate music together just to cater to everybody could sit and listen to. You know what I mean? And it can help either serve for relief or, you know, maybe you're going through something with your girl, like, you know, you've been too close to her for too long and you're arguing about this and that, and you need a song or you need a moment to say, hey, you know what? I still like you a lot. I'm gonna play this music and let you know how like I just wanted to cater to the moment of the closeness. To the situation and um you know i just i did it for the love man and i was just you know hoping that a few people felt like i felt when they heard the music and it just ended up turning into a really really cool thing where everybody was like we want more so now i'm in the process of adding more songs to it okay 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 all right so you you titled the ep while you wait and mm-hmm. and said that it's a more intimate sound with just you how would you describe that? Well, I mean, you know, when you just break it down to the bare bones, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the thing that I think people really enjoy from me um, in a live setting is when I sit down at my piano and, you know, and I sing my songs and I tell my jokes, you know what I mean? And go through <laughs> stories like mm-hmm. that's really like the that's really like a standout moment. Um for me in terms of my performance. And so, you know, every now and then, you know, I'll just sneak in a project um, with that sort of feeling um, so that the people who don't get to make it to a show or you mm-hmm. know, whatever, they can, they can, they can still share in that. You know what I mean? 
on Oops! The Podcast. Join me, comedian Julio Gallerati, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant, Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Can I ask you, what do you think about the, you know, speaking of like, you know, being home and us on quarantine, what did you think of the whole baby face Teddy Riley thing? I don't, I don't want to be, um, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing here because we're talking about baby face and Teddy Riley, who are absolute uh-huh. legends, um, who, who are part of my musical DNA, but, um, it was, it was, it, it finally was too big for the platform. Mm. And so it was a technical nightmare. Yes. On both nights. Agree. On both nights. Agree. Te- and, and they deserve better than that. Their Agree. music deserves to be heard better than that. Like it got to a point to where I just turned it off. I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't do this. Like, this is not how I remember. No. What do we all know that when we do shows, you got to do a sound check, make sure everything's there. And I said, well, they going to get them. I said, oh my goodness. I knew it was coming. I really did. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knew the first night Teddy was going to try to do something. Like I know Teddy. Mm. Teddy is always, he's always looking for a moment to be Michael Jackson. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, ain't no telling what kind of light up shoes Ooh. or whatever Teddy going to have. Baby, oh, they can um, take, take the memes that came out afterwards. <laughs> oh my God, the memes was vicious, wasn't they? That's, listen, that, it was, it, and listen, it's perfect because my, my guy that was dancing behind, that's Breon, right? That's, mm. that's, that's my guy. Really, 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 like Breon is like, He's the ultimate battery, right? If if Breon is in your corner, like he, I don't care who you are, he's dancing. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> he's making sure you everybody know. Like like if I got your back was a person, uh-huh. that's Breon. Okay, that's okay. Now, now would you accept a challenge if someone was to hit you and be like, "Yo, you know, let, let's do let's do uh, the the Insta story uh, showdown type of deal or face off." Yeah, who, no, who I'd would? I, I, but you know what? It's, it's crazy because people have been trying to figure out who to line me up with, but it's tough because I'm not just an, like, I'm like Babyface. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer. Um, and I've done it for so many different people and for myself. So I got, I have nine albums of my own, but then I got, I got, you know, I got close to a hundred million in other albums that I'm part of. So, you know, it's hard to, who else does that for my generation? Agreed. You know what I mean? Who dropped in 2000, 2001 that's still going today that can line up with me? And so it's, 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 you know, it's a toss up, but I'm with it. I, lo- I love, you would love to do me, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. For me, it's not just the competition. It's the, it's the education right. of it all. In case they forgot how long you've been doing this, right? But just in case they forgot period of mm. what this feels like. Mm. Right. And so when that baby facing Teddy Riley, showdown happened what you saw was um what you saw was a spike in streaming yes. in old school r&b exactly which is missing can i say that tank yes it's you can so missing in today yes, it's like those love songs like you know I, 
y'all the crooners you know what i'm saying so yeah. i also hate when they hold do the whole who's king of r&b because mm-hmm. of each and every different era you know everybody contributed something different so to me there's really no crown there's people that you get inspired by and we'll, and we'll talk about that right. but that mm-hmm. whole thing of like who's the king of r&b and all that thing that's, that's whack to me it really is yeah and it, and it's the the missing of the r&b is just a matter of you know I think it's rooted deeper than just the music. I think that there's um, that there's war on black love. You Ooh. know what I mean, and Ooh. and putting that in the mainstream for Ooh. us to see. I love That's that. I think it's bigger than music. You know what I'm saying? I think it's Hollywood. I think it's everywhere where black love just seems to not be the thing that. You know, like I just I just I just look at the charts and I say, who's representing us right now at the top of the charts? And what are they talking about? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't ever want to tear down anyone's success right. or, you know, how they make how they make their money and they earn their living. I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is they're not being balanced. So if we're going to if we're going to celebrate the worst of what we are, like if we're going to drug deal, drug use, yes. pimp, yes. and torque and all of that. Right. Well, guess what? Some of us, some of us are raising kids. Some of us are taking mm-hmm. care of our wives. Some yes. of us are, you know, what I'm saying, our leaders in our community. You know, what I'm saying. So, um, some of us are real lovers. And so, where's the balance? You know what I mean? Um, from TV shows to whatever. Yes. And see, I fight just like you do. I fight for our images and our stories. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. And so that comes to representation. And sometimes it's like. You know, like when I did Two Can Play That Game, I fought for the way we dressed, talked, loved each other. I wanted him to be like I fought for black love. So it it makes me very happy to hear that you say you fight for that, that you want to make sure that the representation is there. Yeah. 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 Now, let's just okay. let's talk about your representation, because you've been a force of nature uh, in R and B scene since 2001, you've released 10 studio albums since 2001 and about the majority of them have all hit number one. How have you found it? How to over, cause you know, like me as an actress, like we always got to figure out ways to stay creative and to keep the brand going forward, forward. Mm-hmm. How have mm-hmm. you figured that out? Like with each album to keep it creative, to keep it fresh, to keep it relevant. How do you do that? I mean, the, the, the process is, is the same as yours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's first for me, you know, I always attribute my longevity to my, my individuality, right? So mm-hmm. all of my music is me. It's me, honestly, the life I live. No one's living my life. And if you want to understand the life that I live, then you have to come to me to get it. Okay. Um, that's one. Two is um, I'm not, I'm in it. I'm not outside of it, right? So as there are shifts in in music, whether it be um, whether it be sounds or whether it be syncopations, whether it be melodies, whether it be phrasings, all of these things, I'm part of that process because I'm you're active. paying attention. I'm, I'm I'm active in paving. I'm active in producing the content. You know Ooh. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, I, I go from I go from working with Chris Brown to you know, to working with Keith Sweat. So I'm I'm part of the current that's helping drive it. So the idea of me being current is not forced. It's organic. It's just my natural growth. And then two, um, I learned the business. So 
as you learn the business and and you understand the channels in which music has to flow um, in order for you to make money, um, as you understand that terrain more, then it goes back into how you make your music. You know what I mean? And, mm. and understanding the spaces and places that your music can live in. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's three, it's probably four or five more layers that I could get into. But, you know, um, if you're a professional, it's your job. It's your job to understand where your profession is and how you can thrive in it. It's your job. Now, how did you learn that? Like me, I had to learn um, how to get out of my own way sometimes. I had to learn that I'm not always going to like the people that I work with. Like I've had a lot of life lessons in evolving mm-hmm. into becoming a good actress, a good producer, mm-hmm. and a grown ass yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So I mean, listen, same thing. I've had knockdowns, I've had knockouts. Mm. You know what I mean? That I've had to wake up from. You know what I'm saying? I, I have losses on my belt, you know, on my record. <laughs> like this, <laughs> it's not all wins. Yes. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not all wins. Like yeah. there's some real losses. There's some times where we just had to, we had to sit back and all right, let's let's move out of this house and move into this three-bedroom apartment. Oh, um, and get rid of this, get rid of these Bentleys and and these okay. Lamborghinis and these okay. R8s and and I'm gonna rent this Ultima from Hertz. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, until we figure this out again, okay? So we have to regroup. Maybe. So wait, so wait a minute, because you know what you're past bombing them, because you probably get that like I get. Like they said, you living a was you living a little bit too high on the hall. No, well, you know, I wasn't living high on the hog. Uh-huh. I just, I just, like, I wasn't prepared for for any type of catastrophe, mm. right? And so, you know, there were a couple things that hit. Number one, I got hit by, um, I got hit by down when 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 downloading became a thing. Mm. When that when that Napster and all of those things and that digital world started snatching our music for free. Wow. That that moment hit me and whooped me over the head. Um, I also, you know, I was put on the shelf for five years um, for trying to, for you know, buy my record label. You know <gasps> what I mean? They 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 um they owed me money. So so just short story. It was Christmas time. I had about eight hundred dollars in my account, and my record company owed me six hundred thousand dollars. What? And, and How they were able were, to hold that? This is the music business. They mm. figure it out. Creative and ways, creative bookkeeping. Oh, yeah. That's what I call yeah. that. Creative bookkeeping. Creative bookkeeping. Listen, and then, and so they just didn't want, they were trying to find any way they could not to give me my money. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, like, I'm not, I'm not a gangster, right? I, I wouldn't consider myself hood. I'm from I'm from 39th and Center, Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? I'm from okay. the, the streets of it, but uh-huh. I wouldn't consider myself that, right? But if you if you back me into a corner, you know what I'm saying? My only my my only recourse of action are things that are natural to me. Things that are you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen how things really get done when it comes to money. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't in a position of power, um, but I was in a position of I can get to you. And so I took the I took the wrong approach, very immaturely. Mm. And I and and I and I you know I I waged war 
on some people and it, and it cost me five years of my career. And I had to figure out, you know, how to, how to, how to get back. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So it's like you figured it out. So it's like you had to readjust because like for us as actors, like we all had to adjust the different ways. Like for me, I used to make movies. Then it's like you go to do different things and then reality came in. It's like for you to be here and be in this business for decades, it's like you had to figure different things out. Correct. Yeah. Like you absolutely. said, like you had to figure out when streaming hits you, when, when, when other things. Now, are you with the label now? Are you, who are you? Are you self-produced? Well, I, I'm I'm signed to myself. I know that's so right. Any, so, so any deals that I do, you know, are partnership deals. So I just I just closed out a partnership with Atlantic Records, which I was in um, mm. since 2010. Um, I have another partnership with um, with Motown Records. So, you know, I'm you're an I'm, independent. Yeah, artist, I do. I do. Say. I mean, yeah, I do my own. I do kind of do my own thing in that space. I because I own myself 100. percent Okay, know, which I'm very very proud to say. You know are, I mean? you, are, are, are you happy being in that, in, being that way, being an independent artist? Because most well, people I'm, think, oh, my God, I got to get a record label. I got to have a record deal. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and it just depends on what your needs are. So, right. So when I need a record label, I need I need their staff. I need their distribution. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I bring the goods. And so, you know, in that case, and I handle all of my, all of my business, I handle all of my budgets, I handle all of these things. And so, um, you know, that's where I get my 50, 50 from, you know what I'm saying? Where we, where we split it, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm when I'm saying I'm the happiest I've ever been because my decisions, um, I'm now truly reaping the benefits of the decisions that I make. And, I love that. And and I'm okay with that. Like mm-hmm. I don't mind winning or losing as long as it's me betting on me. I love You know it. what I'm saying? Like yes. I don't want to lose with somebody else making the decision. See, I learned in my career because everybody's like, wow, you've been doing this for such a long time. But I had to learn to go into different chapters of my career. Whereas mm-hmm. now I'm happy that it's like I'm producing my own movies. I'm producing mm-hmm. my own things. Like I'm in control of my destiny. Yeah, I took control of my destiny because I didn't like the way, say, like when you get with a big agency that they say, oh, you got to do this, this, that, and the third. And it's like, but I don't want to do that. So I'm proud to hear that you took control of your own destiny by becoming an independent artist because a lot of people are afraid to do that. They're like, oh my gosh, if I don't have that big corporation or that big name behind me, who am I? So I'm glad that that- uh, Yeah, yeah. well, and then just to add to that, the system spoils you with guarantees, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It spoils you with, well, we can we can get this for you. Okay. And, and, and that may be fine because those guarantees, you don't have to, you don't have to do a whole lot of guesswork in terms of where your next meal is coming from. Okay. If I just fit into this box right here, I'm guaranteed this and I'll be just fine. And nobody ever told us that once you kick that box open, it's a whole new world out there. You know what I mean? And, and the experience of, of owning that, like you said, being whatever you want to be, like, like the idea of doing whatever you want to do, that has always been possible, but mm. it was never sold to us like that. Exactly. Never was. Never so, was. So let's go on. I want to go now. We didn't talk about the business, y'all, though, because you just got to yeah, realize. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Because it's good for us to teach generation yeah. 
now about, because they all want to be with the bling and the diamonds and they're having the fun and this and the third, and that's good, but you have to pay attention to the business side. I have a very wonderful business partner in my life, uh, Lita Richardson, who said, Vivica, you're in a business called show business. The more that you learn about the business behind the show, the longer your career will last. And so I'm glad that we had just a minute to to know, pass on that, to share those secrets of success to our listeners and to maybe any young artist that's listening. So let's yeah. move on. Let's have a little bit of fun now because, Chad, okay. when I found out some surprising facts about you, I was like, what? Take? You're doing stand-up comedy? Yeah. Yeah, what? I've been doing it for, for a while now. Yeah, I'm on. Um, it's funny because, like, I've been, you know, I've been around Jamie Foxx since, what, 2003? 2002 like like you know what i'm saying like as soon as we met like it was just like instant i was like oh this is my brother we just got different moms and so uh you know we just connected and so and then me and kevin we used to play basketball together every you know what i'm saying every weekend he's like bro i'm going up this weekend you got to come i was like i'm on the way and so i'd be there with him hanging out and chris spencer and like all these guys and and i used to take whoopings you know what i'm saying because you know like you get over there cracking jokes and they get to cracking jokes back. And I would, I would take some lumps, you know, and I had been around comedy so long and I always had, you know, all that great time and always had jokes, all that. I was like, man, why am I wasting it? Like, I, I gotta be able to do this. If I can make Kevin Hart laugh, if I can make Jamie Foxx laugh, I gotta be able to make the people laugh. I but gotta be able to, so I gotta try it. But hold up, Tank. Being able to make your homies who you hang up, hang out with, laugh and crack a joke is different than doing stand up comedy. Because, listen, you're going to have hecklers. What if the jokes don't work? So we're I mean, I know and you're used to getting on stage and performing for fans, but comedy. It's well, well, I have I have an advantage because I'm comfortable on stage. True. Right. Okay. Okay. so, so I, I'm comfortable on stage. So I, what I did was to just kind of, you know, to kind of like hone my craft was I would do it on, on my, on my uh, music shows and my mm. concerts. I would do 10 minutes at the end of my concert from oh, my piano. How smart. So, how smart. Yeah, exactly. So I would yeah. do, you know, I would, I would do stuff. I'll do crowd work and all of that stuff. And I uh-huh. had bits set up and that's where, that's where I developed. You know what I mean? Some of my material. And then gotcha. by the time by the time I got on stage, you know, in front of, you know, just people who paid to just laugh, it was that part of it was it was easier for me because the stage didn't scare me. Like I wasn't worried about their response. Like they could either laugh at the joke or not. It wasn't gonna shake me. You know what I'm oh. saying? It would just oh. give me homework. Okay, so what's your so what's your routine about? Your comedy routine about? Do you, and also wait a minute. Do you have a comedy name, or you just do stand up no, comedy as tank? Yeah, okay. I'm okay. just tank. And okay. and and my routine is just like my music. It's me. It's honestly just my life. Mm. You know what I mean. And so I just I just give segments, man. I give I go through I go through the stories of my wife. You know, not <laughs> not wanting to sign the prenup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can you give me like, a couple of jokes? Just give me a like, couple. Well, let me tell you. So, so my wife, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we need to get to get to this prenup thing. You know what I'm saying? And you know, sign this prenup. And she's like, she she looks at me. She's like, I ain't signing no prenup, nigga. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, first of all, I'm a little thrown off because you know, 
my wife is black and white, so I don't know if she's using the segregated version of the or the desegregated <laughs> version of the word. You know what I'm saying? So we got to address that part first. You know what I'm okay. saying? Which one of y'all is talking to me? All right? Um, and then I go into, you know, I go into my kids and go into my son. Uh, my son, he's, my son is very like, he just, he just loves everything. So my son, like he got into Barbie and I'm like, what are you doing? What are we doing? He's, he's watching Barbie. And I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what this is. You know what I'm saying? Like if, uh-huh. if my son wants to go that way, you know what I'm saying? He's only five. He can't choose yet. But if that's what he is, I'm going to love my son. So I said, you know what? Let me just sit down with my son and see what's going on with my son. So I sit down uh-huh. with my son and we're watching Barbie together. And so, you know, I got to throw out some fillers to see where his mind is. I'm like, son, um, I was like, son, that's a uh, that's a nice dress um, that the that the princess has on, and uh, my son says, "It is, daddy. It's a really nice dress." I'm like, shit, okay, um, all right. So I got to try one more filler. I say, son, I wonder what the princess has on has under that dress, and my son looks at me and he says, "Daddy, I know what she has under that dress," and I'm like, "What, son?" He says. She has magic under that dress. <laughs> and I look at my son and I say, yes, she does, son. Yes, she does have magic under that dress. All right. Okay. Another surprise. <laughs> you used to, be an, uh, uh, used to be an athlete? Football was my first love. Um, okay. And I had a few scholarships for football and... Um, um, I had a full scholarship for music. So I thought I would take my music scholarship and play football. I was like, well, I'm going to trick them. Mm. Um, and, and they didn't let me play football on my music scholarship. And so, you know, after, after a few months of them, you know, wondering where my math and English homework was, I said, mm. man, I'm going to holler at y'all, man. I don't think that this is going to be the gig for me. And I walked away from a full scholarship and said, I'm going to just, I'm going to do my music. That's what I'm going to do. Wow. No. Did your family give you a hard time about walking away from a full scholarship? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you know, I'm I'm a kind of a first generation of everything. So, you know, me having a full scholarship and going to school like that wasn't, you know, that wasn't in my, you know, in my family. My father was military mm-hmm. um, and my mother, she 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 worked wherever she could to make sure that we were good. You know what I mean? And that's that's just what that was. So. You know, I'm walking away from a full scholarship. You know what I mean? So you better know what you're doing. And when is this music going to start paying some bills around here? Because I'm paying all okay. the bills. You know? Okay. So, you know, it was real in my house. So, um, you know, it it thanked the Lord. It ended up, you know, it ended that up. That worked out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, how about this? Another um, um, uh, surprising fact about you is that you want to act. So you want to well, be been- a comedian. You now want to be an actor. You better get ready to take everybody's jobs. Well, I, I, you know, I've been acting and I've had like some, some cool, some really cool roles. Um, Such you know as? what I mean? That, um, my first really, really good role was th- this movie called The Preacher's Kid, which is like, like a, a church slash BET classic. Like they play it in all the churches. They played it in, uh, you know, the younger schools and BET, you know, they, they run it, they run it a whole weekend. Anytime they get a chance. The only tough thing about that movie is that I'm a bad guy. So like every time they play that movie, I know it. Cause I get a whole lot of hate tweets. Right. So, um, but you know, and recently I think my, my coolest thing that I've done most recent was the new edition, uh, story where I played Joe Busby, 
um, who was actually a man I knew, um, who actually, you know, I helped know. save, I know. yeah, who helped save my life. You know what I mean? He, he made sure uh, uh, I was able to stay in L.A. Because, you know, you can get out to L.A. and end up moving back home real quick. Um, that part. He was, he was very instrumental in um, in helping me build a life here. You know what I mean? By 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 taking to my music, taking to me, and 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 giving me money, paying for music. So um, that was a really really cool moment. I got a lot of calls about that. I think you know that 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 thing right there kind of opened people up to saying, okay, so tank tank can act. Okay, cool. So let's let's find some stuff for him. I think for me, where I think the the level of seriousness that you know. I'm going to need to get from people um, and even for myself is when I just, when I give it a hundred percent, you know what I mean? And so music for me, I love it. It's, 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 you know, it's been amazing to me, but it's not the passion right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the passion for me right now is acting like that's, and I got to give it, like I talked to Charlie Mack and I was like, how did Will do it? Like, how did he, he said, he said he, he left everything and just did that. So said, quick question. Did you have yeah, to audition right. for the for yeah. the new audition? Did you have to audition? Well, I was actually given a part. Good, good. I'm glad um, to I, hear that. I was, I was already given a part, but when I went to the table read with Chris Robinson, somewhat uh we did they, uh the part Gerald Busby wasn't casted yet. So he said read that part as well. Mm. And so when we finished the table read, he walked me outside, he said, he said, man, he said, did you hear that? I was like, I was like, I, I, I heard something. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> um, he was like, you know, I could, I could, you know, you being the manager is, I don't know if that will fly. He said, because it's because the manager was, he's very, his power was very understated. You know what I'm saying? Like when he says something, he didn't get loud with, he didn't do any of that, but they knew to the move. He's like, my problem with you in this space is as soon as you walk on screen, you demand all the attention, right? Mm. He said, he said, but when you just read that Gerald Busby, that was it. You didn't feel that? I said, yeah, I, I felt something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, once again, I'm with you. you I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. So wait a minute. Now, besides that, you also had a cameo in Dreamgirls? Yeah. So, so this is what started the fire. Mm. So I was, um, I was part of the underdogs at the time and they were tasked with doing, um, with, with, uh, doing the music scoring Dreamgirls. Okay. So I was part of scoring Dreamgirls, all of the music for Dreamgirls and vocals, everything. Wow. So, that's huge. So, so yeah. So, and so, you know, naturally we're working close with the director, Bill Khan and all of these things. And, you know, I'm, I'm just the life of the party. You know what I'm saying? As soon as I walk in the door, it's turned on. What's happening? Like, I'm just, I'm already, you know, and the director just enjoyed himself in our space. We just had a good time. And he looked at me one day, he said, man, you you would make a really good CC, man. You ever think about acting or auditioning? I was like, I was like, I hadn't thought about it. You know what I mean? He's like, okay. And then a couple guys came to me later. was like, yo, the director was really serious about you auditioning. Like, he's really serious. He thinks you got what it takes. I said, I mean, I'll try it, you know? So um, I, my, my guy was, you know, I, I, I grabbed the acting manager kind of thing. I was like, hey, man, I try, need to try to figure this out. It was like, yeah, you got to shave your face. I was like, well, that's crazy. So 
Then I shave all the hair off my face. Um, so that was the first time I'd ever had a bald face. It scared me. And really? um, yeah, no, I mean, but I was like, I want to try. So, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know how big this was or how well I would do, but I, it came, it came down to me and um, me and Keith, the guy who got it. It came down to us too. Ooh, and, you got far. Oh, no. I, I, I mean, from the, like, it was a real extensive audition. You know, the one, like, it was dance, mm, singing, yes, yes, acting. It was the full thing. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, when I got the, when I never got a call that I didn't get it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'll, t- I'll tell you something that, you know, and I, I, I can't say who told me, but you know, somebody was like, well, you didn't get it for a really odd reason. And this happens sometimes. He was like, you were, you were too good, if mm-hmm. you know what that means. And, and sometimes a part, sometimes a part needs to, needs to walk a steady line. It doesn't, it, it, you know what I'm saying? In order to hold a certain foundation, it doesn't need to blast off into the atmosphere. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And basically what they were saying was that you're a co-star and they feel that you had too much star presence that Tank, to, I'm reading between the lines, that Tank yeah. as the performer kind of took over than the character. You, it was just, yeah, I, I was, I was too much for that. Yes. You know what okay. I'm saying? And they would have, they would, I would have, I would have been too much in yes. that space. Absolutely. To, for that role to be where it was supposed to be. Got and it. that was the first, that was the first time I didn't, when, when Chris Robinson said to me, I don't know how to dial you down. That's the first, that's when I got why I didn't get the part yes. for Dream Girls. Absolutely. That's when I got it. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to. Less is more. Bring it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always trying to save the day on every line. (laughs) Now, you recently just posted a picture of a side-by-side where you did kind of like a Marvin Gaye mm -hmm. type of thing. It was. It blew me away. I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. Have you ever thought of maybe doing his story? um, Here's what people don't know. I've been called twice by two different um, productions to play Marvin. and. I guess it's it's a tough thing to get done, or was it tough? I don't know, you know how, but with that, and I've had meetings and all of these things um, with doing it, and somehow all of those, both of those two situations just kind of fell through. You know how this goes, and so you know, you know, Marvin is like, like you know, his distant lover live in Oakland mm. is that that moment, that moment is you know what I've been Epic. chasing my whole career. I've been chasing a scream. Like that, my whole mm. career. Like I've been chasing it. Like I got, I need a woman to scream like that. Like that's it. She's the one. The woman was screaming like that's. She screamed like that's it. That's it. Mm. It's over. I'm done. I'm over. God, come get me. That's how she screamed. And <laughs> and I. That's what I've been chasing. So our listeners, wait a minute. We got to break that down for them because everybody's like, "What?" It's just that <laughs> when distant lover comes on, yes. there yes. is that scream that you know exactly I what know I'm talking exactly about. And, oh, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus just came down and yes. saved her and took her whole spirit, right? Yes. Yeah. That is the moment I've been chasing my whole career. Well, it's Marv, and so. You know, I, I, I've been around you and 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 seen you perform, and and you're getting close to it. 
Okay. Don't, don't, yes, don't ma'am. sell yourself short, my brother. Cause you can, let me tell you, you got, you've had some moments and I want to get us back to the music now because Tank, I, can we talk about your videos? Yeah, we can. <laughs> Sometimes some of them videos be like, mm, now Tank, now Tank, now Tank, 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 Tank. But yes, they're yes, very, ma'am. they're very um, um, physical. Provocative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank it's you for the- finding the right word, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how it happens. Do you sit down? Do you visually get with the director and say, we're going to push all kind of buttons and we're going to take it to almost where you can't go, but we're going to take it there? Yes. I really like, I really like come up with these, you know, concepts kind of based on things that I've, I've you know, visually seen. Um, that I know are kind of possible. They've been possible in other worlds. Like you take, um, you take the when we, um, video, when we video was, it was my spin on Madonna's justify my love. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I know it's, I was like, I know it's possible. It's been done before. Yes. I just, we just got to, you know, bring it, dial it down a little bit and bring it in, you know, just kind of bring it into our world, you know what I'm saying? But still have those moments where, you know, it's a variety of, of, of sexual exhibition, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was really cool. And then you take my other video, Dirty, um, which got put behind the wall. Uh, you, um, <laughs> they were like, yeah, you got to be 18 older to watch this one. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know what has never been done? I was like, I was like, it's done in porn all the time, right? A POV video. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know this. I heard that okay. it's done yeah. in porn. Yeah, I like all that the disclaimer. Time. Very good. Yeah, thanks. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Yeah. Um, but I was like, what if we did a POV video where everything is seen from my perspective? You don't see me. Yeah. But you just see her and you see what I'm doing to her. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so every and so every Every woman, I was trying to kill two birds in that one stone. First of all, I just got married, right? So the idea of me being with another woman on screen, okay, I wasn't trying to get stabbed or no hot grit stone on me. That's first, right? But then every woman who had now taken stock in my new relationship and were like, oh, we love the new tank in love. You know what I'm saying? They, They could love that. But they 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 wouldn't be able to put a face to you know something weird happening, but they could if they felt like it they could say that that's me he's looking at me I can put mm. myself in that position. How um, did your wife feel when she saw the video, or did you explain? Oh, oh, excuse me. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, I used I used her. That that makes it even better. So y'all can yeah. really get it get it in. Amen. Amen. They was like, well, touch, touch. It was like, well, touch it here. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> Not a problem. My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> So, Tank, you have two children with Zena, 12-year-old daughter, Zoe, mm-hmm. and a five-year-old son, Zion. Mm-hmm. So what's been the biggest challenge with the kids during quarantine? Um, you know, two things. One is like, you know, trying to figure out the educational process. You know, so the schools had to figure out how to get kids the information. And then we had to figure out how to teach it to them. I listen, I don't know nothing about none of that math they're doing right now. I have no idea. And my wife can barely count, can count to a hundred. So listen, we are in a bad place 
in this house trying to, so we had to find some tutors and all sorts of things. Um, so the educational part of it was challenging, but then, you know, like the five-year-old, like he has to be entertained at all times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So at all times, all is, if he's, if he's not into one of his toy, many toys or into one of his many programs on his, on his iPad, you have to entertain him. Mm. And so, you know what I'm saying? And he's, he's sun up to sundown. Mm. He don't slow down. It's like all day. Son, no, it's all day. My son wakes up running full sprint. <laughs> wow. I'm like, how are you doing it? I like it. T- I, I got to wake up. I got to sit on the bed for 15 minutes to really even get my eyes open. You know what I'm saying? And then, right. and then sit up on the bed for another 10 minutes to let the blood you know what I'm saying? Really circulate, you know, through, through my leg. And then I got to walk slow, you know what I'm saying? As if I had been paralyzed for, for, the, for the whole night just to get to the bathroom. And he wakes up sprinting. Wow. Now, another thing that surprised me that I found out about is that you have three other children. You have Jordan, Ryan, and Darrell Jr. How old mm-hmm. are they? Uh, Jordan is Jordan is 18. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard University theater major. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's a monster. Um, and I have Ryan, she's 15. Um, Ryan, she's just growing. Ryan's like five, seven. Like she's 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 just five. she's yeah, five. she's doing a whole other thing. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then um and DJ, my son, he wears this, he's he's uh he's 12 as well. He wears a size 12 shoe. Oh wow, okay. And uh he's Is he's, he the he's, athlete? He's, He's trying to be my height. He's he's in mar- in the martial arts and uh, he sings and plays instruments. I was you know, and I was just going to ask you about that. Do any of your children are they interested in music or being singers? Um, they all have the gift. Oh, so the uh, the idea of them like getting into it and taking it seriously, you know, that's going to be their choice. You know what I mean? Um, um, that's how I got it. You know what I mean? I I just I I found a love for it, and and I worked. You know what I mean? I I developed my ear from being a musician, from being a singer. I studied it all myself, and you know I made a commitment to it. And so when I see that commitment from either one of them, you know what I'm saying? That's when I'll help fuel that fire. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, let me take you back a little bit because you just said something very interesting. The gift. How did you discover that you had the gift? for music. Um, I read that it was a ninth, ninth grade school assembly. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, that's when I found that it was special. You know what Mm. I mean? Before then, you know, in church, everybody's singing the choir. Some people get leads. I was getting leads. Some, you know, got musicians. I was around so much of that to where it's hard to know if you're special or if you're different. Um, and in that ninth grade assembly, you know, we, they, they had, we had been tasked to sing a song, you know, uh, for the school, you know, just, you know, <clears throat> so up, up for participating in the chorus. And I started singing and I went to my little falsetto. Uh-oh, watch and, out. And let me tell you something. This is 1990. Let me tell you okay. something. I went to that falsetto and these women screamed <laughs> like, like I, like I had never heard a scream before for me in my life. Mm. I mean, I, like I said, I had, I had dunked the basketball. I had, you know, I had scored touchdowns. I, there was never a screen like this. Mm-hmm. And after that day, everybody just looked at me differently. I, you know, I was, I was, I was kind of like dating a, 
the captain of the cheerleading team. You know, she was feeling oh. me. You know, oh. you know? I, I sat at the senior table for lunch. I'm a, I'm a freshman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All these, <laughs> all these cool things was happening. I was like, I might be somebody. <laughs> like, so, so you got addicted to the reaction that you got from singing more than anything yes. else. Like that's when it hit you was in the ninth grade. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, cause we're getting toward the end, some rapid okay. fire questions um, that are, that are, we want to find out from tank. Like, you know, you, you win the music game. So what artists have inspired you? Um, Reverend John P. Key, Kim Burrell, Fred Hammond, mm. Mitchell Jones, um, Babyface, Teddy Riley. Um, I could keep going. Uh, okay. D'Angelo, D'Angelo. I love it. Um, all, like um, Faith Evans. Ooh. Joe, Joe to see. Yeah. Boys to men. Boys yes. to men. Okay. That's a long um, list. Okay. What artists are you listening to now? Wow. What artists am I listening to now? You know what's crazy? Is that I couldn't run off the names of Ooh. the exact artists I'm listening to now because what I do is I go on iTunes every Friday and I look to see what new R&B artists are dropping records and mm. I'll buy them and I just listen to them. And you know what I mean? And I and some of them I post on my page and I support them. I say, hey man, dope work, keep going, that type of thing. That's kind of what I've been into recently. Okay. So now I want to know, you've collaborated with some of the biggest names. I mean, you don't work with a little bit of everybody, but I want you to describe these artists in three words or less, okay? Three words or less, because I know you, okay. you, 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 you got a uh, uh, long word. Yes, but it's okay. So okay. three words or less when I ask you these names, Beyonce. Absolutely incredible. Okay, absolutely incredible. Wow. Okay, Pitbull. The best energy. Mm. Aaliyah. Oh, I only got. I got it's four words. All hail the queen. Okay. I'll take four. All hail the queen. Yes. Chris Brown. He's an alien. <laughs> I know what you mean. Because <laughs> that dude sometimes, Chris Brown got moves that you go, how? I just, I just can't explain what he does. It's like, man, it's, it's, I tell him to his face, you know you're not from here, right? I just want to <laughs> let you know this. Ludicrous. Blessed and humble. So listen. The name of my podcast is called Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. And you're a hustler as well as I am. I mean, it's like that's how we are able to have been here for such a, a, um, a long time. Where do you get your hustle from? What drives you? A few things. Um, I hate to lose. I'm competitive. Mm. That comes from the sports side. Like I just and it's not even about, you know, it's not even about losing to other people. You know what I mean? I, I don't want, I don't like losing to myself. You know what I mean? I don't like l waking up and feeling like I'm the same person that I was yesterday, that I didn't grow, that I didn't learn, um, mm. that I didn't push the envelope. You know what I mean? Um, there's that. Um, but then there's the love. Hmm. It's just the, sh the sheer love for it. I love this. Like, I really love it. I wake up with a smile on my face Every day that I get to do this, I have been rich. I have been broke. I've been rich again and then broke again. But it never changed the fact that I love this and I do it for free. But don't tell nobody. 
I know that's right. That's what I tell people. I love what I do too, but uh, right. I try to do it for free. Can I tell you before I close out that one of my favorite songs that sometimes I just drive and when I'm having a tough time is Stronger. I absolutely love that song, Stronger. Can I just ask you one of my last questions? What was your motivation for that song? what was your motivation for that? Did you write well, it? Well, I didn't write it. And okay. So my guy, Infinity, we were we were we used to produce in the same building. He was producing right next door to me. He said, "I got a song for you, man. It'd be really crazy. I think it'd be dope if you sang it." And he played that song for me, and I said, "Lord Jesus Christ!" Mm. Um, I said, "Wow!" And I I just kept listening to it and listening to it. First, I listened to it because the boy who sang the song could sing his face off. Mm. And he was singing in a key where I would have to really, really squeeze, you know what I'm saying? Really, really, <laughs> really, really go tighten deep up. Down. Go, go deep, deep down. Uh-huh. Go deep down. Yeah, go deep down. Uh, to, to get some of these notes um, that this boy was singing. But then also the, my, the, the transition that I was going through in my life at that time was it, the, the song was just right on time. You know what I mean? Where I was getting with a woman that was helping build me back up. You know what I mean? So, um, who was my wife? Yep. Wow. So it came at an amazing time, and the song is just—it's just one of those songs. It's one of those songs. Really, really. Speaking of your wife, before we go, how long have you been married? Uh, July seventeenth will be two years. July twenty-second. I'm sorry. Twenty. It'll be two years. Um. Two two dope years, man. I mean, the wedding was the wedding was one of the funnest days of my life. I, I wow. mean, just I had I had a, when I say I had a ball, yeah, I had a ball. So you know, now it's like <clears throat> you know, you 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 transition out of this, this single R and B super sexual whatever guy into you know I have a wife now, and now I have to you know I have to put her first, and now I have to monitor how I share myself with the world you know what i'm saying and you know I, it's, it's all of these different new things and new challenges that i'm up for so you know i'm, I'm loving this process does she make you a better person yeah because my one my wife i tell her all the time and she hates when i say it, my wife is like my mom mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and my mother when i was growing up she was just always in my business always just just in it what are you doing what's going on what's going on? and it wasn't it wasn't just to get on my nerves. Like she really, she was really in a space where she wanted to understand what was going on with me so that she would know how to protect me or help me. And so my wife is the same. She's very much into, you know, protecting me and sometimes protecting me from myself. You know what I mean? So she's, she's, she's very into me and what I'm doing very, very much into it. And sometimes, you know, you, you're like, you're getting on my nerves. I know what I'm doing. But <laughs> a woman a woman just has a, a God-given thing, a God-given intuition and understanding um, about this universe that we will never have as men. And so I'm learning that when your wife speaks, when your woman speaks, when the person that you're connected to, when, when she speaks, you listen. And, and, and you listen, you know, put your ego aside first, you know what I'm saying? 
and, 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 and listen, find the gold, find the nugget in that, you know, in that thing. And, and that's what I've been doing. Like I had to like, it, like I've known my wife for like 20 years, but you know, we got back together maybe like three years ago, three, four years ago, and we got married like, you know, two years ago. So I'm starting to like, really, I'm 44 and I'm, you know, everything that I'm telling you now, I'm just learning. I'm still coming into this information. And I looked at my wife the other day. I was like, you know what? For the most part, you are always right. And I don't like it. <laughs> right? Mm. She's always right. And I'm like, I got to I gotta start listening a whole lot more. Can I tell you for me that that's what I pray for? Because everybody's like, you're, so sing- you're, sing- you're single. Don't you want to have a man? I said, yeah, but I need a partner. I need somebody yeah. that's going to make me a better person. Because right now, I'm pretty happy in my own space. But if I have mm-hmm. somebody that mm-hmm. comes in my life that I make my partner, I want them to make me a better person. You know? That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, she has her business. And so, you know, with her beauty business, like I help her, you know, with her beauty business and, you know, and posts and giving her ideas. And yeah. you know, I was like, hey, babe, listen, I, I can I, I can help you as much as I can because I still have businesses to run as well. You know what I mean? But I'm like, you know, I listen to you on certain things. You listen to me on certain things. Get a manager. Get this. Get that. And then so now she's starting to listen to me. And understand that I'm successful at business. Let me help you be successful in business. And right. so she's, her business is, you know, is starting to boom and, and bubble yes. up and all of that. And, you know, we got to get more products in. We're running out of products and all of that. So, <laughs> you know, so y'all dope. have, so y'all have become better together, which tank I got to say now leads me to our hustle hack of the day, which stands for hashtag better today. Today's hustle hack is better today. Darlings, each day gives you an opportunity to be better than you were the day before. When you start your day, look in the mirror, ask yourself, what will I do today to make myself better than yesterday? Darlings, you can choose to be kinder. You can choose to be stronger. You can choose to nurture your spirit. You can choose to write a song, start a book, create a vision board, or do home improvement projects, whatever it is you want to do. But the choice to be better today is yours. And I want to thank somebody who just keeps on getting better with time, like fine wine, and that is Mr. Sexual Chocolate himself, Tank. Thank you, Tank, for being on Hustle. Absolutely. Okay, but before we go, where can folks find you on social media? At The Real Tank on everything. At The Real Tank. Don't be fooled by none of them other tanks that are trying to ask you for money and ask you out on dates. That's not me. Okay? At The Real Tank is the only one. I know that's right. And you can follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter and at Miss V Fox on Instagram and for the podcast at Vivica Hustling. Darlings, subscribe, download, and listen to Hustling with your girl, Vivica A. Fox. Until next time, darlings, bye for now. Bye.